0: Rosanna, and this is AFL Obsessed. So I know we've talked quite a bit about Super coach, but there is a whole community of people who play and will coach really, and who I really admire because they're really good at it. And it's something I'm determined to be better at because it just adds another dimension to the game and our enjoyment. So I've been excited to have Another perspective on our fave game. So, I'd like to introduce a friend of the podcast, M. Chalice. Who is known as Super Coach Mama on socials, and she is currently in the number one spot overall worldwide and has been dominating the Super Coach competition. So welcome, Em.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I, I don't know about dominating, but um it sounds so weird. Sounding, you know when you say it like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was actually just thinking chalice is a fitting sounding surname. I know it's spelled differently, but it's figuratively like what we're all raising to you in toast as the queen of Supercoach. But how are you feeling at the moment? We're into the final weekend already.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, really? I
1: was really nervous. I've, I've, um, I've joked that I've already had my mental breakdown. So, (laughs) and like, I'm going to be Zen from now on. I just, (laughs) Thursday night, the teams came out, even though nothing really, um, really unexpected happened. You know, the Frenchman, Zebel um, was out, but um, I was just, oh, I just kind of lost my marbles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm really trying now to be like, to be zen. So, um, yeah, so yesterday before before the gate, like it was about five o'clock, I'm messaging Slack and saying, I've just had a boutique beer and now I'm doing yoga. And, yes,
0: it's a contradiction, but I don't care. It's making me feel better. So, <laughs> Well, fingers crossed we'll have our first female winner of AFL Supercoach in just a couple. Okay, full body chills. I'm just saying that. I promise to resist the urge to call you and like scream in your face in celebration in a few days. I don't know if you can hear all of New York is also behind you, Uh if you can hear some of this ambient noise, but... Super coach aside, just for the moment, I would love to talk to you more about footy in general because listeners may or may not know that you're also another first. You are the first woman besides myself ever on the podcast because you shared your really fun story about how you became AFL obsessed in season one. Can you remember just your earliest footy memory?
1: Yeah, so I was really thinking about this um, – I think my dad was had the football on the telly all the time. I can't actually remember sitting down as a child and really like watching, watching it. Um, I, I think I was fleeting in and out. One of my first early memories was when the Cats were in the grand final. I think it's um, 94, 95. They were in a, quite a few finals um, <laughs> in the 90s. And I still remember we would always go into exotic locations in September. My mum was a, was a high school teacher and I would be on school holidays. We were literally in Cook Islands in Fiji. My poor dad was trying to find a place to watch the football. And I still remember once, I don't remember where we were. I think maybe it was Cook Islands and I can't remember which grand final it was. But I remember in the pool and dad walks down and I go, did we win? And he goes, no. I went, oh, that's a pity. And I just <laughs> swam off. Um, so, but I also remember going to the football when I was about nine or ten with my granddad and my dad. So. That was pretty special and, like, I had to stand on, like, a crate thing because it was standing room only. And I can't really remember much of the football. I can just remember just looking at the crowd mainly and, um, yeah, just being really tired because I was standing.
0: Oh my gosh! But they're my
1: first memories.
0: <laughs> I love it. It's actually making me feel a bit of wistfulness, I guess, about not being able to go to games. I know in Victoria too, with your current situation, and I was wondering about like fun memories or stories about going to games in general as a Geelong supporter. Is your entire family? like are your kids Geelong supporters also? Ah, uh, yes.
1: Yeah. So is a Geelong supporter. um so we met and that was one of the things we had in common was we're both Geelong supporters. And Isaac comes from a second or third generation Geelong family as well. Our kids are Geelong. They don't really have a choice. My, <laughs> my, <laughs> my, um, one of my sons jokes that he's going to go for Richmond and, um, and, you know, and I joke that, that, that's not happening. Um, but <laughs> I'm always, oh, I'm a very like, it's your choice, you know, you know, I'm all about that. And then it comes to footy, I'm like, that, sorry. Like my three year old, I have three boys, so Harry, Lewis and Michael. I and mean, my three year old loves pink. He loves pink. And he's loved pink for about a year. And when we were doing toilet training, he was about three, and we went to a shop, and he, 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 he had like success, so he wanted to buy a ball, and he bought the most fluoro pink ball that oh. you can imagine. <laughs> and he's just the most proudest boy in the, in the world carrying this pink ball. And I'm like, you want pink, Great. You have pink, but then like, when it goes the i table like, no
0: sorry, you really don 't have <laughs> <laughs> I love the indoctrination early, you know, stardom, yeah, <laughs> I feel uh, that 's really funny it's it helps that we 're winning, like I must admit it
1: helps that we 're winning, like I feel um sorry, you know, like Tim Mitchell talks about you know his son Carlton, and um he's a yeah he 's the Harold's son. Guy, and then he talks about, you know, his son just, you know, why aren't they winning, dad? And it's just, <laughs> so it's a little bit easier when Geelong actually win and, you know, beat Richmond that Harry goes, Oh, yeah, I'm going to go
0: for Geelong. They're like <laughs> exciting to watch, too. Um, a funny story is at the time when I was just kind of learning about the sport. So Andrew gave me a choice. Obviously, he exposed me to the game and he gave me a choice to support any team. But he said, if I picked a team that wasn't Essendon, we wouldn't be together. (laughs) So it sounds kind of like the same thing where I, so I remember telling him, I'm like, this is like parenting the illusion of choice. Like I'm not getting, like, you're not giving me another option. He was like, no, I'm saying you can go ahead and support say Carlton or whatever, but you know, we just wouldn't be together. (laughs) So, um, but I wouldn't have it any other way either. And I'm sure they feel the same way. How was your last year, though, with everything, with the pandemic and school closings? I mean, how was your life? Yeah, so
1: last year was a pretty difficult year for, for lots, for everyone, I think. I mean, we haven't had a pandemic um, since the Spanish flu. Like, like right. we haven't had one. Like, we just don't know. And like, um, I know it's different in America, but state, we, we're constantly having state borders. And I've never realized you know felt more like a Victorian than Australian than ever um and you know it's just like you know with WA going shut the borders and um yeah we just I've never felt so like so divided as an Australian but um look at what well, last year was really difficult I actually and um, the boys were homeschooling quite a lot and um because I work with special needs kids I work in a special school and sometimes we um, so the first time we got locked down everyone was home and then the second time the government realized that it's really hard for um, parents with special need kids so then they opened school so then I had to send my kids to um school like for essential workers and um it was just really really messy I actually got glandular fever last year and oh I was goodness. actually unwell I was actually unwell for probably two to three months they were like really Damn. unwell yeah and um so I had to, yeah, I had to find a completely different mindset and had to kind of learn to be, like we joke about me being 100% and when I am actually 100%, um, but I was probably 85, uh, like 70 to 80% all of last year, like like not even, like less than that. But then even when I was well, I wasn't really 100% well. So it took a really long time and, um, and like at the start of this year, I was even contemplating not doing super coach because of my health and whether I wanted to do it or whether it was, um, but I decided, I obviously decided I was going to do it, but yeah, no, last year was, um, was a real learning curve, I think. And you, so, yeah,
0: it really sounds just like a fight for survival on so many levels. I mean, I know it was difficult for everyone, but it sounds especially difficult for you.
1: Yeah, look, it, it it was it was quite difficult. Um, but I think I learned I learned a lot and learn about yeah my kids and like and hubby it really yeah, helped out. Um and um yeah, no kind I of started doing yoga, and I started really yeah thinking about mindfulness. I've done a lot more mindfulness than I've ever had before, like as an OT. I would recommend mindfulness, (laughs) 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 actually do it, you know, actually take deep breaths and actually spend time on yourself.
0: Yeah, it actually, yeah, really works. Yeah, I think, well, the yoga actually is how I got through most of last year. I think the same for you, really the mindfulness and I don't want to say meditation, but things along those lines really got me through. I think I was feeling particularly trapped in our little tiny space in New York City in our little apartment. And the two of us were trying to do the remote work thing. And it was just really tough. And we felt like we were just on top of each other at all times. And that's not like a really great way to kind of deal or cope with what was happening. So... I really just had to turn to because the gyms were closed. I honestly just had to get a fitness app and just get classes and I was doing virtual classes and that was literally how I got through 2020, I would say.
1: Yeah, me too. Um yeah, absolutely. I um I do <laughs> I, I'm not plugging her, but I do I do yoga and um with Adrian and she um I love yeah. Adrian. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and she just I just my friends recommended her and um Yes, probably. I've been a year of yeah, yoga with Adrian, so. Nice.
0: We can plug yeah. I don't mind. <laughs> um, well, fast forwarding to this season, I mean, I know we've got a few game, well, just a few games left on the weekend, but how do you feel about this season just now that we're at the end of it?
1: As a long supporter or as <laughs> –
0: <laughs> It can be both.
1: <laughs> well, um, yeah. So, well – Geelong, I don't wanna sound like <laughs> I don't know. It sounds different. It's like, oh, we're four you know, we're in the top four again. It's like we it's great and like it's amazing that we're we're still able to, you know, produce really exciting footy and we're able to, um, yeah, win. But it's like I kinda yeah, we'll just wait and see if we can how we go with the finals. We've got a lot of injury at the moment. Um, um, Tom Stewart actually that's really significant. He um He's our glue, especially, um, you know, in the defense, but, you know, with with his intercept marking and everything. And I was just, when I heard, it was interesting last week, just to talk about Supercoach, when he was out, it really actually positively affected my team, which meant that other people got donuts and I didn't. I ended up getting a donut through to Stephen May, but that's a different story, (laughs) but everyone everyone's like oh Tom Stewart's out yeah that's so great and I'm like sitting in the corner crying going, <laughs> as a same customer. same
0: girl <laughs> like, he's always been in my defense no I yeah he is he is absolutely like a vulture like a I want to say a vulture or a fortress like he just shuts stuff down when it comes back there there is no getting past him
1: you know yeah those hands those just steady hands are just incredible I actually was um on the phantom's lair phantom's lair which is a super coach podcast last week and i and i said and i said i'm the love of my life and um the hipster said well he's everyone's love of their
0: life (laughs) (laughs) i'm like it's so true they're not wrong about that i mean he doesn't even play for my team but i do feel that way yeah Mm. i getting to finals is one thing. So I love that you're like, well, I'm just so, you know, familiar. <laughs> and you're like, well, you know, here we are again.
1: <laughs> um, it sounds I, so arrogant, doesn't it? It really <laughs> does sound arrogant, like
0: talking to a Bowman supporter. I'm, I'm really sorry. Oh, no, no, no. It's fine. It's totally fine. You know what? We have managed to squeeze our way inevitably somehow. I don't know. And I'm still just, we need a lot to go our way this weekend with the last few games that are left. So I'm kind of in the same space as you, but not with the reassuring, you know, I feel like, okay, you know, it is what it is. We've gotten this far. I would love a final series. (laughs) I would love to win a finals first game, like if we could, you know, and we've got someone who's leaving like Kale Hooker, who I just really care about. And so I would really love that for him. But yeah. So I'm kind of on that. I don't want to have expectations. Um, I have expectations for my super coach team, and <laughs> the bummers that are on there, but that's another thing entirely. So speaking of super coach, I do just have so many questions. I mean, we have all been steadily watching you climb the ranks, I feel. So it's a pretty big deal. I think you hit the top 10 in May and you just kept jumping like eight, six, four, And I just was always cheering you on. And then in July, when you hit second, it's just one of those things where I'm sure you're <laughs> you're like, I, I know I, I was there, <laughs> but it's highly coveted. And I don't want to call it like Excalibur, but only those who are worthy get to the top. So when you secured the top spot, and now that you've been on the throne and you've been ruling for some time. It's a pretty big deal. I mean, and for me to just start off playing and see just someone who I admire and who I think is deserving, I know you need luck, but you're obviously a brilliant strategist, among other things. I would just like to rewind it too. how and when you started playing super coach. I think some people know, some of us know, but I would just love for you to tell everyone. Yeah,
1: so I started in 2013 when I had my first um, son, um, Harry. Um, I just dabbled in it and I actually just looked at my history. I actually didn't do it in 2014 or 15 oh, wow. <laughs> and then I decided, then I went that did it in 2016. So I had a couple of years off. So obviously and um, I can't find my 2013 history. I, I did not do that well but I, I just really had a play, just had a really Big play, but yeah, I really got into it in 2016 and had my best result in 2017. Well, <laughs> well, <and> that's <laughs> apart from probably this weekend. It's going to probably going to be do better than 690th. But I was 690th in 2017, and
0: then um that was a pretty uh, big deal too, <laughs> cracking the <laughs> thousand. Honestly,
1: yeah. Well, that was the beginning of Super Coach Mummer. Actually, I um, so I did that, and then people started to. Pay attention to me about this woman, and I had different names um i don't know even know what I was called. I had different names, like um Captain Danger was one of my favorite things, and I actually used Captain Danger as a name in chat rooms <laughs> and and everyone just presumed I was male, so I kind of didn't I kind of didn't make you know not a fool of myself, but like I could just stay in the background and I really liked that um, and uh yeah so <laughs> and uh yeah so then so then um then i did well in 2017 and i started joining some chat groups and i was like oh, and that's when i i became supercoach mama in about 2018 and i actually my my third son was born and actually my first profile pic from maybe 6 to 12 months of supercoach mama was my son's picture of a of a six-month-old holding a phone and you could only see his like toes and holding a phone and it had super – he was holding and it had super coach on the phone. So um, <laughs> that was my profile pic for a while and I did that on purpose because I'm like super coach mama. I'm a mum. I'm not like, you know, hey mama like, <laughs> like I hate <laughs> kind of mama. Um, even though I did get some, some DM, DMs from that, but, um, which is the reason why I've got married now in my twitter on <laughs> my like my my twitter bio there's just married full stop <laughs> so but yeah like um but yeah that was the start of super coach mama and then i don't know i just it's so funny how i was pretending to be male and all of a sudden i'm like now i'm just going to be super coach mama <laughs> i'm going to embrace it
0: i don't know how that happened it's just it just did i love it i love that you took us through the genesis and i love that you were incognito too i like the danger aspect i mean it's yeah. none of it was wrong <laughs> you were kind of just this I don't want to say silent threat but something along those lines <laughs>
1: well yeah I listen I, I, I listened I've listened to a lot of podcasts a lot of super coach podcasts so if you think about I've probably listened to four different ones
0: a week for five six years so wow. I don't know how many podcasts that is <laughs> That is a wealth of knowledge that I just really want to tap into. Oh my gosh, I I mean, well, do you know I'm very new to Supercoach. And as a friend, I've asked you for advice on multiple occasions this year and embarrassingly at times shared my team with you. We can move on from that. So you were so gracious to give me tips. I am curious what was the most challenging concept to grasp when you were learning Super coach or did it all just like come naturally to you?
1: No, definitely not. Um, so trading using your trades, when to use your trades, using your trades too early, um, trading in the wrong players, trading out the wrong players. Um, So basically, I mean, that's a really big part of super coach. I just just labelled 70% of super coach. But like I I ran out of, I kept running out of trades. And so I just looked at my history then and I've actually been like I would have been 200th in round 17 and then I just like every year I'll be like in the, in the thousand, and then I'll run out of trades and then just go to two or three, three thousandths. It's still okay, I guess. But um, so that's a real knack of when, how aggressive to be, how, you know, um, when to trade rookies. And I know that's something that we've talked about, about your team is when to move them on and when to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's really, I was just thinking about it, it's, it's really hard. Um, to get that knack um and uh yeah really yeah that was one thing that yeah and um looping as well um which is still quite complex but mainly the trades was the hardest part of supercoach
0: I think looping was really hard for me, too. I mean, in addition to everything else you just named, it was really funny when you were first saying, like, knowing when to trade. I'm like, Emma, I feel like you're looking at me (laughs) very specifically. I feel like you're talking only to me and not for the listeners. But you might as well be because I definitely I messed up last Week two, and I'm genuinely embarrassed to admit this um, to anyone, most of all to you. And you'll probably just hang up on me um, when this happens. But I was doing the calculations of like potential whatevers, and I was kind of doing the undo, you know, when you like do something and then you're like, okay, we'll just like cancel it. I'm not like, I'll confirm it and then I'll go back and just before time starts. And I had thought that at the end, I had confirmed something and I had undone it somehow. Oh, so no, I didn't do my trades at all last week. And I don't know how that happened. So I went to bed just kind of like happily, you know, it all happens in the middle of the night for me. So I was just kind of like, okay, we'll just give it one more go. I mean, we've only got two more weeks. I was just trying to crack into like, that, like maybe the four digit range. Obviously, it's really difficult for me to do that. And I'm nowhere near that. But I woke up and I still had trades left. And but like too many, like we don't need to go with the exact number, but it was like, oh no, that wasn't supposed to happen. And so obviously, you know, you only get like two. So that was just a heart attack moment for me. And I somehow survived, but obviously I I would have had a far different score and I had a far different plan because I was still planning to make additional moves this week. So I don't know if that has happened to you, but it was just one of those moments where, because I know that you have really complex calculations and you will go through version after version. And for me, it's just like, that was as in-depth as I got to it. And then it totally just came back. in. (laughs) I don't know. But um, I guess how was your strategy and strategizing different this year from previous? Because I know where there are, were so many changes this year and like all these adaptations we had to make and everything was last minute
1: yeah I I guess I've talked about this a bit um one of the main strategies I did was the way I set up my team I did it a lot more purposefully and tried to less less just um change 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 and just keep pressing training in players and kind of (laughs) like in out in out in out and be like no. Because then, then your team would completely change from what it was, and then you kind of forget why some players are in there. So I really tried to stay away from that. Um, and the just yeah, the, well, the strategy was try to be undefender um, um, heavy with the changing of the rules of of that with the yeah with the defense line. So I I try to be do that and try to you know have intercept markers like Stewart. Um, And also, you know, the guys who are still doing kick-ins and everything. I also, I really tried to find value because um, I knew from last year that uh, the cash cows were going to be a little bit harder to find. So Mm -hmm. it was really important to find value. And unfortunately, there's so many rookies that have been played in the last month that are meant to be debuted next year. It's kind of ruining... 2022 (laughs) super coach great yeah um so that's just we'll have to be really um yeah we'll have to that we have to be a new strategy I um I don't know what what did I what did I do different I just think I really worked on my decision making um and really tried to make a decision and really mull on it and really be purposeful about that um and one thing I did do is yes I had lots of different options but I do it in my notebook I don't think I've shown you yeah you, know, you said you're embarrassed to show me your teeth. I'm embarrassed to show you in my notebook um, oh no I've, I've seen you
0: flip through it before remember you showed me <laughs> yeah, like I, I
1: did. <laughs> um yeah I did and that was just like one week <laughs> that was that was a really that was the hardest week that was one of the buys weeks when I had to like it was the first round of the buy and so what decisions I made then would carry on. So I literally had to go like, oh, if I do this in round 12, this will happen in round 13 and this will happen in round 14 and this will happen in round 15. And then I'm like, oh, no, I'll change it. So now this will happen in round 13 and then. Blah, blah, blah. Um, But instead of doing that on like your team, so I really tried to be respect the team and respect the trade button um, because like, yeah, it's really tried to make sure then when I made trades, especially leading up to um, lockout, that I was very respectful of that. So I try to set my team as much as possible, even though I've still made mistakes. Like I still make mistakes, but um, everyone makes mistakes.
0: I feel like there was something that you said in that too. And I think I heard it on, was it Supercoach Edge when you were guesting and you had said that, you made the habit of not doing anything last minute and just being ready at lockout so that you would get into the habit of doing that. And that's something that I really need to do in future because I will just be up until the last second, still kind of panicking. And then just before lockout typically is when I'm asking, you know, friends like for just kind of another set of eyes because Andrew doesn't play. And so I don't really have anyone, you know, we have a great community and Dr. Super coach, and I've asked quite a few friends. Um, but also that's when I'm kind of turning to you and just being like, Oh my gosh. So I need to kind of get in that habit of doing things far earlier. And also your notebook, I just want to paint a picture for listeners. The week that you showed me, it was kind of like this flip book. And I felt like I was looking at a mathematician's like complex calculations because there were all these scrawls on it. And I just, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at the calculations of a genius. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I just hope any of that will like kind of flow its way through like the virtual wires to me. But I mean did supercoach kind of help this season? I guess with lockdown was it something or was it just something that makes you lose your mind with like all of those potential combinations and trades and planning but w- was it helpful to like focus on something?
1: yeah, no, it was helpful to focus on something definitely um and uh no look it it wasn't too bad it looked it it was it was manageable this this year the um last year the the really intense, like the condensed games and rounds, that was just, that was a whole new set of madness. At least, like, we, we, you know, and I can say now, say this now, I'm not jinxing it because this is the end of the weekend, you know, we're on, you know, on the Saturday of the last round, that we didn't have to do that, that the games, I mean, some of the times they started on the Thursday or they ended on a Monday, but apart from that, I still got a couple of days break to time to really digest what I'm going to do for the next week. And I had like at least maximum three or four days. So like last last year you just didn't get that um, with a couple of, with that really intense rounds that we had. It must have been really in, um, intense for you watching Bombers games well, <laughs> at 4 a.m. I oh. had to do that every every three days or whatever it was, every four days.
0: Actually the learning curve was really equally intense because you were just saying how difficult it was. And that was the year I decided to start trying to learn how to play. And and then everyone was like, no, 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 like this isn't how it normally is. Don't worry. And I was just scrambling the entire time. I don't know what's happening. Okay. So this is a new thing. We're all learning. This is, this has never happened before. What do we do in this case? And it wasn't the blind leading the blind. I felt like I had you know, a great community to ask, but it was still really difficult to grasp the concepts. And then I feel like I didn't really learn fully. Like it took me until this year to really kind of dive in and play throughout the season because towards the end of last season, I was just moving and it was a little bit chaotic. And so That kind of changed the dynamics. But yeah, I mean, I'm always willing to wake up for our games. Like I know that I think quite a few Australians are doing the same if they watch American sports. But yeah, I do watch Bombers games live and it doesn't matter what time. So it does kind of mess with my weekend. And so we'll see just what happens. Sometimes I'm starting to feel like, especially with this season, there's a day afterwards where I'm just really tired. And the worst ones are the games we continuously have been getting round after round, where they start at 1.20 in the morning and end at 4 in the morning. So you can't really go to bed early and you can't oh. wake up early. So yeah, that was a little bit of a mess. But I also remember you saying at the beginning of this season that your husband wasn't super into you playing this year and maybe thought you should maybe not. <laughs> so has he come around now that you've been so prominent in the world of super coach? He definitely has come. Um, definitely has come
1: around. Um, probably, if I'm completely honest, the uh, he's probably thinking of the money more than me. Like, <laughs> <the> money, <laughs> but he um, he's such a he's such a doer, and he just you know sees me on my phone and he's like, "What are you doing? You're just playing a game." And then now, like, he's not. He's not. He doesn't. Um, he's not a huge like money. Like, put, like, oh, let's a lot of money to get a lot of stuff kind of person but he just likes to produce stuff so once he realized that I could actually produce stuff that I might actually get something it kind of was a mind switch for him and he was like oh it's like Emily's part-time job all of a sudden or you know
0: even if <laughs> I am it. it. <laughs> it's see, more like, like a full-time job but yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah true absolutely and um still could only get a grand out of it who knows but um Look, yeah, it and the more that he's actually gone, oh, it's actually not a waste of time, <laughs> and then he's actually learned about and learn about the game and learn about like V C and like loopholes, um, and actually the complexity of the game. Um, I've got a couple of funny stories. Um, he's learning all players that he never never knows before. So, um, like for example, he learnt Aaron Hall quite <laughs> early because I went on early on Aaron Hall. Um, I got him about for 417k. Um, Thank you, Pistol. Nice. We got on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Pistol got on him really early and I think I got it the week after and he's just been amazing. Um, so so I was kind of like, so Isaac learnt Aaron Hall's name. So then not last week, the week before, Stephen May had to get 100 for me, had to do well for me to still be number one. And um, And Isaac was looking at the football and going, Go Hall, go Hall. I'm like, no, no, honey, that's Aaron May. That, that's Aaron May. That's Stephen May. And he's like, oh, yes, yes, Stephen May. And, like, and he goes, go Hall. Like, oh. <laughs> this was straight after, this was straight after, like, the all you know, the awful things with text and the racism and everything. And I was thinking to myself, I'm going, I'm so glad my husband's, you know, mixing up these two players. I'm like, good, you know, <laughs> he, like Stephen May and Aaron Hall, like, don't look like... <laughs> anything alike and they play for two different teams but that's okay um and then um and also he keeps asking me with my VC like he's like oh so who are you going to VC like today um to this weekend and um and he goes oh so you can get so who can you VC tomorrow and I'm like no honey you only VC once (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh so what happens then oh you captain but you can't VC that because no Anyway, he's still learning. It's um, it's good, but I think he's really understanding. Yeah, he's starting to realise a little bit more than oh, it's just a game. He's started yeah. So it's been really
0: good. That's really funny. Yeah. I, it's just really funny because I know that like you kind of told us in the community and the Dr. Supercoach community and just about how he didn't really want you to play (laughs) this year. So I think we had some advice for you too (laughs) about what you should do. And yes,
1: (laughs) I don't know who it was, but someone said that I should win. <laughs> Which is and, hilarious. <laughs> and um, yeah, so JB wrote to me yesterday and said, I didn't think you would take it seriously. <laughs> but I haven't won yet.
0: So, no, but in some ways, you have quite a bit. You know, you've won already like the title. I hope you've changed that on everything. I love seeing people's ranks. That's always something where I'm like, oh my gosh, someday, you know. And I feel like you got there pretty quickly, considering you haven't played for that long and you took. A couple of years off, but I also remember you saying that you had a poker face during family hangouts because you hadn't told your parents. So, have you told them now that you are playing Super Coach?
1: <laughs> I t- tried to tell my mom yesterday or the day before that I was in this footy this footy comp and I, you know, and I might win something and I could take her out for dinner. And she just looked at me blankly and changed the conversation. So um and so no they still don't know that <laughs> I play super coach and so I've told my new work colleagues I think I told them like it was it was pretty funny because they were like oh this lady was going oh so who, you, who does play sport you play hockey and you play soccer and like she looked at me and I go I don't play any sport and I go I play super coach and she just looks at me really blankly I'm like <laughs> that's okay don't know what that is and then I just turned to my computer and then my other colleague's like yeah I know what that what is." and I said to her I'm doing quite well this year and she goes that's
0: nice then, that's <laughs> nice <Ab. laughs>
1: that's nice and then I'm like, um yeah let's just move on <laughs> so um yeah so but yes, so when, um, so a couple of weeks ago when the matches were going to get postponed and they ended up being moved to the Sunday from the Saturday, I was actually, my parents missed my birthday. It was my first time in my 36 years that my mum wasn't, didn't make my, um, wasn't there for my birthday. I'm oh, a, no. a very spoilt child, only <laughs> child. But it actually really affected me that my mum, I couldn't see my mum on my birthday. Um, and you know she usually makes me a special dinner and and so then that weekend afterwards um one of the lockdowns whatever number it <laughs> was got um got reduced so we could actually go into a park we couldn't go into each other's homes, but we could meet in the playground so we had this lovely morning planned of like around the river and coffee and playground and then I found out about these matches and I thought they might have been postponed for the whole weekend which means that I was going to get one to two donuts, and and I'm sitting there like just this smile on my face going this is the best time ever and inside I'm going I am dying right now (laughs) oh no I'm like this is it this could be it I'm getting several donuts, and like um, another team like so Stevie's team number two um he had a better 18 than me um if those matches got postponed and I'm like oh like I need to do something I need to work out when I'm in trading and I'm like oh look at the bird and <laughs> oh, oh this just a delightful spot and I'm just like walking down this most scenic river um if you ever come back to Victoria I have to take you this most you, you would absolutely love it absolutely yes love please
0: it. I, I just pictured you like parkouring all over that playground <laughs> like with anxiety <laughs> or something just oh no I
1: didn't get that bad didn't get that bad but um Yeah, but yes, definitely have to learn the poker face because if you know me, I'm not very good at poker Um, and I wear my heart on my sleeve kind of person. So I've actually had to really work on my poker skills.
0: I love that. I mean, I think... I think that's something we love about you, <laughs> that you wear your heart in your sleeve. But I hope you know that we're all cheering you on to bring it home. And I'll be popping bubbly with you. Hopefully, we can all do it virtually. <laughs> it's like a doctor super coach community. I don't know. But it's just been amazing to have you. Thank you so much for being here. And please tell everyone just how they can find you on social media so they can cheer you on too. Yeah. So um, so, so super coach mama at a e chalice is my Twitter
1: handle. Um, and yeah, definitely give me a follow or give me a message
0: and uh, yeah, happy to chat. And Chalice is spelled C-H-A-L-L-I-S for yes. anyone who doesn't know. Yes, um, thank you. And who already... <laughs> Yeah, isn't following you already, but you are out there and I really honestly enjoy seeing your escapades with your family and just all the things that you have been going through, just kind of following your journey. Um I was just thinking about Shits Creek. I don't know if you watched that, but do you watch it? No, Creek? No, no, I totally <laughs> Oh, okay. I just had like an Alexis moment where she's like, "I love that journey for you." <laughs> but thanks so much for being here and letting us be a part of that journey and really I hope that you'll come back to discuss the outcome maybe. (laughs) Yes, I can definitely. Um, And I'd love to come back and we can
1: talk, we can talk super coach next, next season. And I can come on and we can talk about some tips and some strategies and um, some players. Let's do it. I would really
0: love that. And some kind of a 101 or 102, you know, learning lecture, because I'm still in that really early beginning phase. And I'm afraid too, because I don't, start planning as soon as the season ends for the next one I'm just worried I'll forget some of these concepts so it'd be really great to have <laughs> a reminder fresh but also just to chat with you about super coach that would be wonderful yeah I I, would love I
1: honestly that. think you can start too early sorry for people who like getting and you know Christmas <laughs> day or the day after when they really <laughs> they really like release the team planner I'm really sorry for those people out there but it's too early you don't know what's happening in March like and i just found starting my team later really helped really helped me so it was one of the strategies that really helped me so oh good so because i don't feel bad
0: <laughs> I, yeah well no i mean i don't start until just before i mean i do watch the preseason and then i start kind of like formulating i say that like i have any idea what i'm doing <laughs> but um yeah it's really really just been fun to have you on and to pick your brain and i'm just really excited for your weekend for what's to come, hopefully for the Bombers, for Geelong, and really for the outcome of Super Coach. And fingers crossed, you know, I'm sending you all the vibes in the interim. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for hanging out with me, though. And thanks everyone for just hanging out. And if you know someone who might enjoy this pod, I hope you'll share it with them. But stay safe and healthy. Check on your friends and neighbors. We'll get through this like we have with footy. I'm virtually hugging all of you, especially Em, and we'll talk footy soon.